history with the podcast guy, Matt King. Welcome back to This Time in History. I am your host, Matthew, and with me as always is my partner, my co-host, Ebony. Welcome back. Hi, nice to be back. And with us today uh, to commemorate this (laughs) quote-unquote season premiere of a new season of This Time in History is former mayoral candidate Philip DeCruz. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Ebony. Nice to see you guys again. So let's just uh, clear up a few things. Um, We did have uh, a guest scheduled. However, scheduling conflicts aside, Phil stepped in and uh, we welcome him. And, uh, you know, we will bring you that uh, that guest as soon as we can, you know, reschedule it. So it's been uh, it's been a month, a little bit, little over a month since we recorded last. Uh, if you remember, Ebony, we did that live YouTube address and then we didn't do anything else for a month. I went away. I'd like to talk about it. But before I do, I just was talking to a gentleman this morning that I did on uh, I did an interview with. Uh, regarding the Titanic, and I'm happy to announce that in the in the not so distant future, we are going to be having a roundtable uh, episode, roundtable style on the Titanic. So look forward to that. Welcome back, everybody that started listening during what what we did for the election welcome back all my u.s listeners i know it's tough listening to uh politics that's not your country and you don't give a shit and that's great but <laughs> welcome back we're gonna talk today about uh some different topics yes phil and i before you go i just want to I, I think i told you, i interviewed you last week on a michael thanking you all the stuff you did. i didn't get a chance to thank ebony so everybody listening, just say thank you, Emmy, for all the work and all the sacrifice you put in with your family, your kids, taking time aside with Matthew, helping out and all the time. People, I, that's why I want to do the interview. People don't realize that you, you guys did so much work, you took it upon yourselves to debate everybody or do the interviews and talk and you sacrificed and you went through, you know, your away from the family. That's the main thing. Now, I hope you appreciate that. So really, don't forget when people ask you to do an interview debate and say you're not interested because you know what? It's coming out of their bucks, their lifestyle, and their sacrifice. So thank you, Ebony. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for that. That's sweet. No, you, yeah, I didn't get a chance to thank like you're away for a while. So I wanted to say that. Just say thank you. You know, great lady. Yes, well, Phil's. Sorry, pleasure. go ahead, Ebony. I was just saying it's my pleasure. Um, you know, we talked about why, you know, we felt it was interesting and an important thing to do. And um, I used to be part of you know acorn i used to volunteer my time and now as a parent i don't really get the opportunity to rah rah on the streets and when you asked me to do this podcast i thought of course if anything it's a civic duty and a public service and it's my honor to be included i don't consider it a gift of my time as much as i appreciate the gift of time like matthew you've been incredible thank you for your gift of love (laughs) well i appreciate that and let's take this opportunity to let everyone know that Phil started his own YouTube show. It's called, is it called De Cruising with Phil? Uh, I talked to Isabel. She said, change it to cruise, Cruising with Phil. It's a lot better. Yeah, cruising, fine. But your last name is De Cruising. I just think yeah, it's. She said it sounds just changed. I had it. It's going to be Cruising with Phil with a C R U Z. Yeah. So, yeah, De Cruising uh, a little long. So well, we look, forward, we look forward to that. Um, so, 
Before we get started, uh, I mentioned that Titanic thing because there was an article wow. in today's paper, um, and apparently there is a, a Titanic gambler. His name is George uh, Bretterton or so something like that, whatever. Anyway, he was like a shyster, a card shark, and he was on the Titanic to try to fleece the rich out of their money uh really? he ended up, he ended up surviving the titanic wow. um he killed himself in 19 1942 he was 67 years old but the reason that this is of note is because when he left the titanic he, he got in one of the boats um he had a guest list a passenger list of all the first class passengers which he had notes about you know uh, this person sucks at cards and this person this and that per whatever next to their names and that list is actually going up for auction it's going up for auction at henry aldridge and son auctioneers it's expected to fetch about ninety five thousand dollars american wow that's yeah. eerie I, I I love, you know what, the Titanic stuff, it amazes me, it uh, it fascinates me, it, it, you know, it's heartbreaking what happened, but the other stuff is so fascinating. So I just want to let people know that we have that roundtable coming up. I don't have a date for you, but when I do, uh, I'll, I'll announce it. The other thing before we get started is everyone knows this, it's all on social media, but I'm saying it officially on this podcast. We are starting another podcast. It is called The Municipals. It's going to air every Wednesday starting November 23rd. It's going to be me and a young Philip Mills who ran for uh, Scarborough Southwest Ward 20. And uh, we're going to specifically, we're going we're gonna to take what we did here on this time in history and we're going to take it there and we're going to focus on Toronto municipal politics and we're going to hold their feet to their fire and make sure that they we're going to hold them accountable we're going to hold them accountable that's what I'm trying to say so let's talk about my vacation because I've been eager to share this I've waited um I really really want to talk about it so I'll start from the beginning you know so we left at three o'clock in the morning on the 19th. Um, I, so I, I went home from work. I went to bed, you know, to get ready because it's a long drive. Did you know that? Um, we got to the border. The guy, the guy was like, whatever. Anyway, we crossed the border. I mean, we had the passports. What was he going to say? We missed on the way there. We missed the, the welcome to New York sign. So we got it on the way back, but I'll, I'll get to that. Um, so, What's funny is that, let me let me stop for a second. Uh, uh, before I, I go back, I'll uh, go forward first. Uh, we got to our first stop, which is in New York. It's in Buffalo. We're just, because uh, you got to take every opportunity to fill up in gas. Our phones didn't work for like the first hour and a half until we switched on the roaming. And there's so many different things there. If I can figure out a way to put up pictures on our social media, I will. Uh, there's so many different uh, uh, stuff to buy there. Like, for example, y'all ever had uh, Lay's honey roasted chips or honey, mm -hmm. honey, gar honey, gar or whatever. You can't find them here in Canada. They're only in the U.S. 
So I, I bought them. I actually, I have them. I haven't eaten them yet. There's also lime flavored chips, chili lime. And get this. Here's the messed up part. I I must have mentioned this a million times, but never on here, never on uh, on any podcast. So here in Canada, our salt and vinegar chips come in a uh, turquoise colored bag. Yeah. In the States, it's blue. What's that about? Maybe it's a Spiregate thing. Um, also, I don't know if you can see this real well, but I'll hold it up to the camera. Ruffles, twists, is and that a sm smoky barbecue. Wow, little beacons? What is yeah. that? They're they're from the States. I haven't eaten them yet. And then there's this can one. Can you open it? Ruffles, they're ridge twists, double cheddar. Wow. Yeah, this is the only two I have on me right now. Um, Where's the rest of it? Did you eat it? <laughs> it's, it's tucked away in the closet, away from the children. Um, oh, away from the children. Ooh, yeah, don't want to share, eh? Of course not. So when we so when we left in the morning, it was like fall weather, you know. Uh, once we hit Pennsylvania, we we drove right into a blizzard, complete snowstorm. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, um, messed up. So then when we got into West Virginia, it was, um, raining. So it was like spring weather. And then when we got to North Carolina, it was summer weather. Um, did you take all your winter and summer gear? <laughs> <laughs> so the, so how, how the, the route we took, uh, it's a 14 hour trip. The first couple of stops were like, one hour and 30 minutes and then two hours. And then the last two stops were like, there were like five hour gaps. Cause we, that was where most of the driving is. Most of the driving is from North Carolina straight through to uh, Pennsylvania. Those are the, mm -hmm. the, the, or sorry, into West Virginia. Those are the two big ones. And um, go far for chips, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so like I had a blast. Um, let me see. I also discovered this candy. You guys ever go, you got to try it. Um, Y'all ever heard of cowtails? Yeah. Cowtails are amazing and they're not in the, they're not in Canada. They're only in the U S. Um, we, well, we brought some back, so we're good. <laughs> is there any, is there any food left in the States? <laughs> is there any food left in the States? For <laughs> so when we got there, it was, it was like late, the next night so we just went to the hotel checked in and then uh you know my wife did the wifely thing and went this room sucks can we see another <laughs> room so she had her room switching fun and then and then so we got settled in our room and uh and you know we just passed out um spectrum is a, a cable company there in the states i mean they're from what we needed the TV for in the hotel was just something to fall asleep to. I mean, it was fine, but, um, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of crappy things about spectrum, but anyway, so better than Rogers or worse than Rogers. No, no, they don't have Rogers down there. It's no, are they worse, worse than Rogers or better than Rogers. Well, they didn't cut out if that's what you mean. <laughs> But the remote stopped working for some reason. But that that's not a spectrum issue. That's sounds a, like sounds like Rogers, man. So, did you guys know that Walmart down there has, and not just Walmart, Walgreens, which is a pharmacy, they all have a fucking drive-through. Yeah, 
the pharmacy? Yeah. You can drive through and get drugs? Cool. Drive through pharmacy. I'm wow. like, what? What is this? Uh, by the wow. way, Mc- McDonald's sucks in the United States. Um, you know, you guys ever get a burger for McDonald's and, you know, the top is like full of lettuce? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the United States, we, we only went to McDonald's once because after once I was like, I'm done. Um, I opened the burger. There's literally three pieces of lettuce. There's more pickles on the burger because I, I like extra pickles than there is lettuce, which that's kind of threw me off. So there's like nothing. It was a nothing burger. I ate it anyway, but. Well, they have uh, a lettuce crisis now. That's right. <laughs> so the first day we were there, we went to Fayetteville, which is uh, just north of where we were, because we actually were staying in St. Paul's, North Carolina, which is close to Lumberton. It's close to Hope Mills. Uh, oh, that, that's that's where yeah. we were. So we went to Fayetteville that day, and and my wife went on a shopping spree. Uh, we went to some store called Burlington's, and she dropped like two two three hundred dollars on there. I, I don't I don't remember uh, the amounts, um, but uh, we ate at this restaurant. And, and I know I keep saying this, but I'll say it again, guys. If you ever get a chance to go. Uh, I think the, the the closest one is in Pennsylvania, but there is a restaurant called Bojangles. I swear to God, it's called Bojangles. Yeah, I know. And, and they have the best fried chicken I've ever had in my entire life. KFC has got nothing on them. Popeye's has got nothing on it. Even churches. Bojangles is where it's at. And I, I don't mean to like, like Canada sucks. That's not what I'm trying to say, but the food down there they don't joke around when they come to their when it comes to their food they don't oh, no. um it's amazing amazing food i wish i could have gotten to eat there more than once but I mean, there's so many places to eat down there that we, you know <laughs> we had to we had to spread it out um and then uh there's a place we didn't get to go to dunkin donuts when we were down there there was no dunkin donuts where we were um that i know of um, I had to use GPS up until like maybe a couple days before we left, but and then I I kind of knew my way around. Um, so there's a place called Duck Donuts, and we <laughs> we went there. I got like two, <laughs> I, I bought like two dozen donuts, and I brought them all back to the house. So because uh, uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law came down with us, and so most of the time when we weren't at the hotel, we were at their house. Um, they live in a, on a beautiful street in literally the middle of nowhere. I remember uh, one night I was having dinner. Uh, there was not enough room at the table because it's a small uh, house, right? But so Melissa and I, we went on the deck and uh, we were eating outside and there was nobody outside. And I said, Melissa, do you hear that? And she goes, what? And I'm like, Exactly. No motorcycles, no transit, no highway, no streetcar, no bus, no subway, no airplanes, nothing. Peace and quiet. Nice. I, I help. Ebony doesn't know what that's like. She just have kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, know I was in this summer and I heard peace and quiet once in my entire life. It was a pipe dream. I hold that memory very close. <laughs> so I also, I, I, I want to say that I'm against guns, but with that said, while I was down there, I fired a gun just to say that I've done it. Did you kill something? It's a funny story, so I'm going to tell it. Fired a gun? 
Yeah, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell the story. So, you know, you know what a 357 Magnum is, Philip? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's Dirty Harry's gun. Clint you know, Eastwood. Yeah, Clint, yeah, I know. Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry. So what, did, what did you do? Say, make so, my day and shoot it? So I don't know if you've ever fired one of these guns, but they're very loud. Yeah. So this so this is what happened, okay? So my brother-in-law brings the gun out, and he's like, do you want to hold it? And I'm like, sure. So I hold it. it. That thing's fucking heavy. So And then he's like, do you want to fire it? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to show you how to do it. I'll do it once, and then you do it. I'm like, okay. So we went back to the back of his property because it's he it's so much woods back there. Uh, so they got like a pile of like wood they were going to burn, whatever. So he's like, we'll just shoot it into that. I'm like, OK, no problem. So he's like, you watch me first and then you go. So he fires the gun. I'm standing right next to him. Pop. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, and I covered my ears because <laughs> it was so loud. And I'm like, he's like, you still want to fire the gun? I'm like, yeah, no problem. So. I, I fire, I hold it with, he's like, hold it with two hands. I'm like, okay. So I hold it with two hands. I fired it pop. And then I took my one hand away because it was so loud. I was like, ah, it was so loud. And and then he's like, cause I got the gun in my other hand. He's like, don't drop the gun. <laughs> I, Is this your first time firing yeah, a gun? Yeah. Oh, I wanted to know military check of deafening the sound. They show you this in military. Pick your finger between your ear over here right there. You press it before you fire the gun. You press right there. And deafens the sound a bit. I did not so know that. I didn't know well, that. Now you, we'll have to go now shoot a gun again. Put them, oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, it was loud, yeah. Did you clean it? No, I don't know how to clean a gun. You fire a gun, you know how to clean it? No, no, I have the shell. So so we we I took the shell across the border. The 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 oh that's illegal. Oh I've, oh well. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Public television our videos say that. <laughs> It's a shell of a whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't see them. anyway. Uh, so, you guys are big fans of the TV show Roseanne. Roseanne, yeah. So, in the show, they mention a like a discount store called the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, that yeah. is actually a real thing. Yeah. We oh, went I, and we so shopped. Roseanne. <laughs> we went and we shopped at the Piggly Wiggly. It was uh, just to say we've been there, you know. Uh, most of the stuff that we did down there was just to say we've been there. Um, we also went to a place called the Golden Corral, which is a all-you-can-eat buffet place. Oh, my God. It had the – yep. Y'all ever had – ever heard of anything called a hush puppy? Yeah, yeah. So it's cornbread, but it's like, uh, I guess it's deep fried or whatever. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing food down there. We definitely uh, should take some of that and bring it up here because the food down there is so amazing. It's so good. Hey, Matthew, 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 did you go? Did you, was your trip about going to see the food of the people or what? No. We, so I'll get, to, I'll get to all that. So... So a large part of the reason that we went down there, other than to help my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law move up here, so we we went to to go get their stuff. They were having a church revival. What's the name of the church? It's it's called Abundant Life. It's an apostolic Pentecostal church. So let's go back for 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 a little bit. Um, just to so I have been. 
Pentecostal pretty much since I was 10 years old. A different kind of Pentecostal because apparently there are differences in the Pentecostal that I grew up in and apostolic Pentecostal. But as many of you, my listeners, may or may not know, I kind of, um, I fell away from God um, in 2019, actually before that, um, in 2017 when I had a mental breakdown, and then in 2019, uh, I lost my mother and my brother, actually two brothers, in, um, in the span of 22 days, right. and I got angry. It's okay. I, I actually can't, I can't believe that I actually said all that just now without crying because usually when the subject of my mother comes up, I always cry. Um, You're I'm a beautiful sure, man. I'm sure we'll get to the crying soon. Um, so I, I lost them within 22 days. I became angry. I became resentful. I became despondent. I became, I was neglectful. Uh, I was straight up angry and I was angry with God. Why would you take my mother, my beautiful, blessed mother? Why would you take my brother? He's only 41 years old and he just figured out his life only to take him. And my other brother, whom I never got a chance to meet, he died of a drug overdose while he was staying in Seton House. Why? You know, and, and for the last three years, I was angry. I would curse God. I would be very, I would say some things that I'm not going to repeat. Um, but I've said them because I was angry. Keeping it real and raw. Thank you very much for sharing. You know, it, this is yeah. a safe place, but it takes, it takes courage to be so candid. About eight months ago, um, Melissa brought me a verse. Actually, she, she didn't know it was a verse from the Bible, I guess, in the beginning. Um, I think I've told you both this off the air. I'll mention it now on the air because I have, I have no problem sharing. There is a uh, YouTube clip. Uh, it involves Steve Harvey, and it takes place, I guess, after he's done filming A Family Feud. And he's, he's talking to the live audience and he's saying, you know, I'm a motivational speaker. I, uh, you know, he's like, he's like, I live my life uh, f for God. He's like, I have a, uh, I live my life by a, by a Bible verse. He's like, don't ask me where it is in the Bible. Cause I have no idea. And he, and he repeats the verse. He goes, it, it, he, he goes, it's, uh, it, it's like this. You have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. And I, and when when Melissa showed me this clip, I I I, I watched it over and over again because he went on to say more he, after the Bible verse. He's like, I have a book of uh, a list of three hundred things that I'd like to accomplish in my life. He's like, and I ask meaning he prays to for help to accomplish them. He's like, every year I go back to this list. And wouldn't you know it, if you cross off 10 to 20 to 30 things off your list every single year. And that's something that just stuck with me and stuck with me. And when my, when my brother and sister-in-law first came up from North Carolina, um, we started 
they, they, they found a church up here that was apostolic Pentecostal and we started going, <clears throat> took me a few weeks to get acclimated because again, there are differences between the Pentecostal I grew up in and the apostolic Pentecostal. Um, I remember it was probably the third week we went we had a guest speaker and the sermon service was so moving. I remember crying through a lot of the service and I just went up to the altar at the end and I prayed with the pastor and I just left my anger there at the altar and I walked away and I'm not angry anymore. Do I miss my mother and brothers? Yes, I always will but I'm not angry about it anymore. Um, <clears throat> so when, and, you know, and, and I also went on to get baptized again, rebaptized because there's a difference. One of the major differences is that the Pentecostal I grew up with, uh, they did, they did baptismals and stuff like that in the, in the titles which is in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Apostolic Pentecostal baptizes you in the name of Jesus Christ. So that's that's a major difference. Uh, is that you, Phil, with your hand up? You don't have to do that. Well, I, was trying, I don't want to interrupt you. Can I ask you a question? Sure. It's personal, maybe. Anyone, um, either of you can ask me questions. Oh, okay. Well, can I just ask you, at what point did you decide to let go of the anger or turn back to church? At what how did you feel by doing that? Like, I wish I, I, I w it was, it was during that service. I, I honestly, I can't even remember what the service was about. I just remember it really hit here. I felt it and I knew it was time. It was time to let it go. Um, well, I mean, what, I mean, what, what made you decide to go to church? Not what happened. Oh, church. my brother-in-law. Okay. My brother-in-law, he's like, you know, He's like, I would never push church on you. He's like, but with your history, you've already been to church. And with your your health issues, he's referring to my mental health. He's like, you you could benefit. He's like, he's like, all I ask is that you think about it. And I said, I'll do you one better. I'll go. So we went. And I just never, instead of just going once and seeing how it was, I kind of went. And then never stopped going because, um, you know, it just kind of just speaks to me. Um, so while we were down in North Carolina, I say all that to say that while we were down in North Carolina, a large part of why we were there was a a a church revival. Uh, so what happened was. And for those of you that are bored of this, I apologize, but uh I'm just telling you about my vacation. I promise we got great new content coming down the pipe. I really, really do. Um, Matthew, can you tell people what, what is, some people may know what a church revival is? I know what it is. So, well, I actually don't really know, but no. <laughs> so, so this particular revival was, uh, it was two, twofold. So they had built onto the existing church and new, um, sanctuary i guess 
So they weren't going to use the old sanctuary anymore. They were going to convert it into something else, and they were going to use the new sanctuary. So they were commemorating the finished the, the the building being finished, and also the 16 year anniversary of the current pastor that was there, uh, Pastor Jonathan McNeil. And so they had pastors and preachers and evangelists coming from. Louisiana, Oklahoma, Tennessee. I'm sure I'm missing a few. I think we got, we had one from Texas, uh, from North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, I think maybe even West Virginia. I'm not sure. I'd have to check on that. But um, it, it was amazing. It, I, I don't really, I don't want to ruin it by not being able to put into words how it made me feel. Uh, I feel like I would be uh, shortchanging it, but it was amazing. We had fun and good things are happening, but getting back to the fun stuff of the trip, not that that wasn't fun for me because it was, you know, <coughs> Taco Bell sucks in the United States, by the way. Yeah. Yes. You ever had uh, the loaded fries? Uh, no, I've, I was, in, I was in San Diego, Los Angeles. And that's like all nice. I've never heard of it. So, so there's something called loaded fries, which is like fries with like cheese and pieces yeah. of steak. So yeah. I took one, one bite of the steak. I spit it out and I threw out the fries. <laughs> that was gross. Um, so, okay. So this is the big day, right? We're going to talk about the 24th. It's the day that the election happened here. Well, I was I'm in, still in Pennsylvania. I'm still, I'm still in Pennsylvania, but we haven't come back yet. <laughs> no, no, we're I, 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 all journey there, but you haven't come back yet, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. No, I didn't I'm come in Pennsylvania, back. buddy. <laughs> I did. I didn't come back until uh, we left on the 28th. So the 24th, which was a Monday, which was election day here in Ontario. Um, I got up. Obviously, uh, we had planned a day trip to Wilmington. It was about an hour and a little bit uh, uh, drive there. Took one car. So I'm a big Dawson's Creek fan. Y'all uh, think that that's funny. That's great. But that's what I like. So uh, it's a lot of courage to admit that on TV. I'm an open book. They, they did most of their filming in Wilmington, North Carolina. So I wanted to go there and see it with my own eyes. So. Um, for those of you that are familiar with the show, we saw um, pictures. Uh, I took pictures and I'll, I'll put it all on social media. I didn't do it yet because I wanted to do this episode before I did it. Uh, so in the series finale of the show, the restaurant, which is Pacey's Ice House, I have pictures of that. Um, I stood on the boardwalk where Andy and Pacey had their first kiss. I got pictures of Joey's wall, although it is covered with some sort of a structure. And of course, ask me to stay is not on it anymore. Um, we went to hell's kitchen, which was featured in the sixth season. I didn't go in, but I was there outside. I took pictures, um, the Wilmington river walk, uh, the, the early roadside Ben where, uh, Pacey and Joey had their first kiss that, pretty much changed the show i was there i got out of the car took pictures with melissa uh, we did look across the <coughs> excuse me across the bay where 
the basketball court from One Tree Hill was supposed to be, and it is demolished. So I was not happy about that. We did drive by uh, Karen's Cafe from One Tree Hill. It's not Karen's Cafe anymore, but so. And I bought uh, I bought a sweatshirt. It says uh, uh, Keith Scott's Body Shop. It's from it's from the show One Tree Hill. Uh, so actually, both shows were filmed in Wilmington. Um, so I'm not confusing people. We did not. Uh, I saw uh, the high school, One Tree Hill High. I also I didn't get to go to uh, the the house for that they used for Dawson's Creek because it's on private property and apparently, um, in the United States and if there's a private property sign and you cross on it, they can just start shooting. They don't have to warn you. That's what I was told. Uh, is that true, Phil? Some states. Yeah, yeah, it's true, and yeah, pretty Texas. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, so then we went to, after we were done that stuff, we went to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and um, I had a blast there. Um, we went to Paula Dean's, which is a restaurant, and I had the best boneless pork chop I have ever eaten in my life. And something called candied yams. Mmm, yummy. Amazing. Again, if you ever get the chance to go there, go. It was amazing. Um, we walked the boardwalk in South Carolina. We went to the Quickie Mart from The Simpsons. They actually oh. had a Quickie Mart. <laughs> I'll put pictures up. Yes, I got a squishy. And I got a Duff. Uh, it's an orange can of pop, and it says Duff on it, and I haven't. It's in my car. Nice. Um, yeah, it, we had so much fun. Okay, so and then, so we went to the beach in South Carolina because one of the things on my list of three hundred things, which is not three hundred yet, but it will get there. I'm working on it. Is to put my feet in the Atlantic Ocean. So I went and I did that. So just let me try to paint a picture for everyone listening. So I'm on the beach. It's a smaller beach. It's not the main beach in South Carolina, but it's the, it's the Atlantic ocean. The tides coming in. So I, I got no, no socks or shoes on. I'm in the, I'm, I'm just on the shoreline, just letting the tide come in. You know, um, the sun is setting and I got emotional. I, I got emotional. Uh, I, I'm there, you know, the water's coming in. I'm having the time of my life wondering whether or not I even wanted to come back to Toronto. And that's serious. Um, well, the entire time we were down there, we played the Powerball. And if we had won, we would have stayed. And that's not to say I don't love Toronto. I love Toronto. But it's a different life down there. And I didn't know that, you know, I was one of these pig headed people that is like, oh, you know, fuck, fuck the States. It sucks. It's horrible. Everyone kills each other, this, that. And then I went down there and I will say this. The only gun that I saw was the one I fired. I did not come in contact or see. And I went to Walmart. I went to all the places. Nothing, no not. Not one gun. Not one. <sighs> like, did you go to the ammunition department? Sorry? I mean, like, 
Do you mean you didn't see them like just walking around, like people just like open carrying or like? Yeah, that's what I mean. Because that's what I expected. I'll bet you the Walmart was selling them. They're just not oh, like. No, no. Yeah, no, they're selling them. Okay, well, technically, okay, I saw guns at Walmart being sold, but I mean, like, like on a person's yeah. hip and stuff. I never saw that. Not even apparently, some people used to uh, carry them to church. Um, that's different. So. Let me back up for a second because I forgot a, a part of the story. So the morning that we went to Wilmington, I was like the whole week before I was like, we got to go to Waffle House. We got to go to Waffle House. It's a breakfast place in, in the States. I'm like, Jim Cornette says we have to go to Waffle House. He recommends it. He's like, if you sit down and you go to Waffle House and, and you sit there and you order your food, and you ask for hash browns, they're going to ask you how you like your hash browns. They'll ask you, do you want them scattered, smothered, or covered? And then he's like, I recommend you say, when they ask you that, you tell them you want them scattered, smothered, and covered, crispy, not burnt. He's like, because that's how I like them. I'm like, okay, we got to go to Waffle House. We got to do this. So we're sitting at a, we took up two booths because we brought the kids with us, uh, their kids, not my kids. Uh, my kids stayed home. <laughs> um, so we went to Waffle House. We're sitting in the booth. It's a young, young, young man came to. Uh, so we ordered the food. I ordered my food and I said I wanted hash browns. And then there was silence. And I was looking at him. And I was kind of staring at him. I don't know if he thought I was interested in him, but that's not the case. But. I was looking at it because I'm waiting for him to ask me and he never asked me. So then I said, I'd like them scattered, smothered and covered crispy, not fried. Well, that's not what they brought back, but I ate it anyway. But so. Was that the hash browns or the men? <laughs> um, that's <laughs> funny. So, you know, overall, I I'll tell you that. The vacation, like, okay, so the last couple of days, we, we we bought some stuff, you know, and um, really trying to soak in the last vestiges of North Carolina. Um, we want to go back in June. We'll see if that's possible. Hey, Matthew, do you get any pictures of the house, the house over there? They have beautiful houses there in North Carolina. Um, No. It's oh, in, they're still it's, I have a picture of a house, but it's in it's from Wilmington, North Carolina. But it's down so nice. where down where I was, it's I'm telling you where where I was, it's in the middle of nowhere. The houses are 200 feet apart or more. Um, it's quiet. I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's 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 quiet. Um, uh, the morning we left, because again we left at three o'clock in the morning. Um, I will say like, so my brother and sister-in-law, they, they drive in front of us and we follow. That's, that's how we came there. That's how we left. We were going down their street cause we came from the hotel and met them at their house. And then we were leaving from their house. So we were leaving and there were like one or two deers that were going to go across, but they're like, they waited for us to, to, to move and then I guess they crossed afterwards. No um, deer crossing sign for them, eh? <laughs> no deer crossing sign, but uh, no, good for them. <laughs> Human crossing sign. 
you know, it's it's a different life down there. It's quiet. It's right. so relaxing. I, when I go back in June, I'm going to bring my kids because I want them to experience that, you know, make make them leave all their electronics at home and just take them and, and have a, a good old fashioned uh, trip to North Carolina. Um, definitely bring them back to the beach. Um, Did you do any dancing when you're there? No, we didn't. No, we didn't have time to do that. We didn't even. We honestly, we didn't go to Raleigh. We didn't go to Charlotte. We didn't go to Greensboro, Winston Salem. Um, we we pretty much stayed in St. Paul. We went to Hope Mills. We went to Lumberton. We went to Fayetteville, and the big trip was Wilmington. Because I said to him, I'm like, because ori okay, originally, I the the plan was for me to leave us, my wife and I, to leave a couple days before them. Because we were going to go to New York. We were going to go up uh, along the eastern uh, side, uh, stop in Washington, D.C., get a picture in front of the White House, then go up to New York City. Uh, well, we were going to stay in Jersey and then go to New York City, spend like 12 to 24 hours in New York City, try to cram as much as we can in that. Because it's not a lot of time. We wanted to hit the big ones. Central Park, Grand Central Station, Times Square, Madison Square Garden. And then um, I wanted to go to Connecticut to get my picture in front of WWE headquarters at Titan Towers. And then Melissa had a little detour in a place called Washington Depot, Connecticut. Because uh, her favorite show, The Gilmore Girls, has the Stars Hollow sign there. And she wanted a picture in front of it. And then we were going to go to Buffalo and meet and then wait for them to drive up to Buffalo because we would have gotten to Buffalo the night before they were to leave North Carolina. So originally that was the plan. But then when we scrapped going to New York and said, no, we're going to stay in, in North Carolina the whole time we're there. I said, but we must, 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 must go to Wilmington. I said, I'm, I'm a fanboy for that shit. I need to go see it with my own two eyes. So I'm I'm very happy that I was able to do that. Uh, I look forward to doing it with with my kids again. I can't wait. I think I think everyone should fuck. I, you know what? I haven't been on vacation since my honeymoon, if we're calling it that, um, <clears throat> which was only to Niagara Falls for like two days. Doesn't really count. So I have never, you know, and when I was 11, I went to Nova Scotia for two weeks, but um, I don't really even remember that. It's so long ago. So this is like the first vacation that as an adult that I'll remember. And um, I just had an amazing time. And if you guys have any questions, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll answer anything you want. Um, and then we could talk about uh, what's going to take place you know, in the coming weeks for this podcast. I wonder if you're going to open that bag of chips and show what they look like. No, because then I'll have to eat them. <laughs> and I'm not oh, hungry. What's... <laughs> they're, Maybe they're, you got to share them. They're, they're ridge twists. I don't know. I'm going to... Don't worry. You know what? I uh, I play the Powerball pretty often. So when I go to New York, I can pick up anything you want. Did you... When you are in Taco Bell, did they have on the menu deep fried ice cream? When I was in the... Uh, West Side of the ship, and so Taco Bell. Some of the, some of them had that deep fried ice cream in some of the Mexican restaurants. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. We did go to a a drive in place. So you, so it looks like a gas station, yeah. 
because you have so many instead of where you pump the gas there are tv screens so you just drive in and you you order on the screen and you wait there and they bring it out to you and it's called son it's called sonic Ooh, I've had Sonic. That was actually really yummy. Yes, it's very good. We took a bunch of their sauces and we brought them home. <laughs> Sonic shakes where it's at. Um, and like I said, the entire time we were down there, we played the uh, Powerball because it, when we when we first got down there, it was at four hundred uh, million, and by the time we left, it was at a billion dollars. And then, of wow. course, last week it went at uh, some one one single ticket. Uh, one point nine billion dollars. Somebody win it. Yeah, somebody won it. Oh. So now the new Powerball is at forty-seven million right now. So it's not worth uh going down and. Uh... <laughs> is that worth forty-seven million? <laughs> no, because okay, so oh, like a week after we got back, I went down to New York. Uh, I think I called you from New York, didn't I, Phil? Yes, I did. Yes, I was I'm in. Having... I was in New York, buying Powerball tickets. And I went to a place called Frankie's Pizza and Donuts. And so I didn't get any pizza, but I got a, a thing of fries to go. And I got a half dozen donuts that I didn't know. I thought I wasn't allowed. So I stuffed them under the seat and drove over the border. But apparently I could have had them out in front of the guy's face and he couldn't have done nothing about it. So you hide the nose, but not the bullets. Okay. It was a shell casing, <laughs> not a bullet. Shell casing the legal money. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm razzing you about that. So for the future of this podcast, uh, like uh, we were saying before we went on break, we're going to be doing some true crime stuff. It's going to be, for now, based in Ontario, and it's going to be unsolved. And Ebony and I will try our best to solve it? shed some light. If we can solve it, that'd be great. Um, but let's not get carried away, right? What um, in the and then uh, also we're going to be going, we're going to be doubling down on history because after all, this is a history podcast and we're going to be starting with the War of 1812 in a three-part series. Oh, and that's, that's my favorite. Can I come on your show? That's my favorite series. I'm a War of 1812 fan. Big we'll, see, we'll see what we can do. Um, but yeah, we're gonna do it in a three-part series. I saw the I saw the souls of I saw the souls of War eighteen twelve at Fort Fort uh what's the fort in Niagara Falls? Uh, uh, fort Erie. Yeah, I saw the soldiers. Yeah, um. So we're gonna be doing that, and then want to hear my story? And then going forward, we're gonna hold on, and then going forward, we're gonna be doing it chronologically. So we'll cover the War of eighteen twelve. Oh, cool. We'll cover all the big events in the eighteen hundreds before we flip to nineteen hundred. And we start with uh, that stuff there. Um, we're still <coughs> we're still going to be doing the interviews um, next week. This is a big, big interview. Next week, we are going to be speaking with a gentleman who applied for MAID or is applying for MAID. I'm not sure. I think he already applied for MAID. Um, yeah. And he's going to be on here to tell his story. Uh, so we look forward to that. That's going to be a big episode. It's going to be, um, I don't want to build it up, uh, but. Is that uh, the same guy the, on Twitter or a different guy? It's it's that guy, yeah. But we're not. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But I can't wait for him to come on here and tell his story. 
uh, it's it's liberating to be able to share details from your personal life, kind of like the way I just did, even though we were just talking about a vacation. And then, uh, you know, we have a couple of other interviews that uh, people that were waiting since before we went on break. So we're going to interview them and then we're going to start with the new stuff. Like I just mentioned, the history and the true crime stuff. But we're also going to be continuing to interview people. We'll bring on anybody and everybody. Um, but again, I, I, wa- I want you guys to know that like the success that we experienced during the election, uh, we are going to take that and we're going to move it over to the municipals. So anyone who loves that political shit, <laughs> come on over to the municipals because you will get more than enough. Cause that's all we're going to focus on. And we're going to hold John Tory's feet to the fire and make sure he's held accountable. Phil, you don't have to raise your hand. You, <laughs> I can, interrupt you. can I do a plug for my show? Of course you can. Go ahead. Well, somebody, somebody's been neglected here. I just want to point out here. And I want to I want to be the first one to say I would love to do an interview on my new show called Cruising with Phil with Ebony. Oh, per se. Because <laughs> I want to hear your story about Acorn and your details and your family and how you got your where you are, right? I'm sure there's people on the who's people ask me who's Ebony. You know, we know who Matthew is, but I'd love to do a, a, a Zoom with you one day if you wish. Yes, yeah, sure. See, now you're not neglected. Everybody has a story. Ebony, is there anything you want to share from your time off now that I've hogged most of the time? <laughs> uh, not too much, I guess. Um, well, what brought Matthew and I together and what I guess I'll talk to you about if you want to interview me is like what my my current, like, you know, I guess moment in the spotlight is I, I'm on TikTok trying to fight for the return of my son, my uh, my firstborn son. Um, years ago, I was in a situation with the society where like my baby dad called them on me to try and get custody of my son because I was trying to leave him. So long story short, um, I was forced to choose between my kids and like they were willing to give me them back, but like not all at once. So I got my daughters and they said I had to give custody of my son to a family member or friend. I, I didn't really have any family and I certainly didn't have any friends as it turns out this woman took advantage. So anyway, um, this foster mom, this woman who decided or agreed to kinship my son for what was supposed to be only a temporary amount of time, short amount of time. Um, she just basically tried to get an adoption. She just won't give me my son back. And so that's, that's what has been consuming my life lately. Um, I did get a lawyer. So that's great. And so at the moment, uh, my account is pretty quiet. Um, I'm being, you know, pretty tactical about what I share. Um, just keep praying. I mean, I hope I have a really good update soon. You know, I hope that we get court soon and I get to bring him home. But um, it's back in August, I guess I gave her one last chance to try and co-parent. I wrote her, a, I went up to Manitoulin and I did some soul searching. Like, you know, you're telling me how beautiful and quiet it was yeah it was really quiet like when you get outside the city to that kind of quiet you can get back to your soul for sure and so like of course I've, I've harbored a lot of animosity to this woman like she stole my kid but um i've tried to she's had him for five years now he calls her mom 
So whether I like it or not, you know, they're fa- they've got like a familial relationship now. So I wrote her a letter and I said, listen, like perhaps we could just put our differences bes- behind us and, and share the title mom. This is 2022. There's no reason. Like lots of people have two moms, maybe three moms, maybe like four parents. God knows. They have like an uncle, an aunt, a Zaza. Who knows? So I said, why can't we all just be mom and, you know, let's try and work out some sort of co-parenting schedule, like joint custody or something. I don't want to have to take you back to court. She never answered me back. So, so we're taking her to court. And on top of that, it's just like, I don't know. It's forgiveness type thing is like freeing in, in the aspect that like, I can't be mad forever. It wears you down. And so in our time apart, I've been doing some more soul searching and like getting back to like my ancestors. And unfortunately, you know, um, I'm not there today because I had this commitment, but I've been doing more drum circles and that's been great. I got invited to make my own drum from scratch um, last or two weeks ago. So I made my own hand drum, you know, out of rawhide. And that was a real spiritual experience. And then um, I've just been doing more meditation and yoga. And yeah, I don't know. I feel good. I feel a lot more mentally grounded than I did maybe, I don't know, even just a few weeks ago. Like the election was really the whole hustle and bustle of everything. Once everything got quiet and like now that the seasons are changing, I don't know, I feel like old woman, you know, just like with my cup of hot tea and just content with the way things are at this point, I feel like I've worked my butt off and I'm just, I'm leaving it to the universe. You know, my petitions out there. Um, I can link it to you if you'd like, but if you see it, sign it, share it, please. It's like 7,000 strong. I thought I would get on TV, rah, 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 you know, but I don't, I'm not sure if it's even going to come to that. I have a feeling that my son's going to be returned very quickly. I just need to get all this evidence in front of a judge. So now maybe I don't have to be so loud and maybe now I don't have to fight so hard. And it's just like peaceful, I suppose. Just enjoy it. Yeah. I've been. It's, I mean, your petition, what is it? My petition to have my son returned. Like oh, okay. still the whole it? show on conversation, but like the thing I said about my son being stolen, I'll send you a link. Yeah. You can send it to yeah. it. But yeah, you know, it just, I feel like I hit a different chapter in my life at the, this very moment where it's just like, you can try as hard as you want, right? But like, you don't want to exhaust yourself. So self-care and like forgiveness is not so much even just for the other person, but it's for me. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what happens, she'll get hers in the end, her karma or whatever, you know, maybe, maybe my son chooses not to have a relationship with either of us someday. Maybe he'll think I abandoned him. Maybe he'll find out she lied to him. I don't know. I have no idea. All I can do is my very best and uh, let, you know, God, the universe, creator, take it from there. So. Hey, Ebony. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not saying I'm experiencing the whole matter, but just with my, nep- my nephew and niece are both adopted. And, and also I have a lot of friends that have adopted kids. And uh, I'll say out of the uh, 50 kids that I know are adopted, my nephew and niece, 45, 45 of them went looking for their natural parents and answers. So just let you know, it's not a lost cause. So maybe one day your son will be looking for his mom and you, you know, could be sooner than you think. You never know, right? So 
Don't well, lose that hope about that. Don't lose that hope about that. You know what? They may not look for you. Yeah. Saturday. And, you know, there's she's not going to alienate him from me forever. She can't get away with no. it. Exactly. No. Like, she, the, the harder she tries to push me away, the more he will pull back when he gets old enough to come look. I understand that. But hopefully he'll be here and we won't even have to broach that conversation. But, like, Absolutely. I feel... But like, yeah, I don't know. I had some sort of like epiphany <clears throat> ago, and I joined a a yogi teaching program. So that's my current goal. I, I'm studying to get my my teaching certificate, not so much to teach as just as like for my own spiritual development. But which is been... sorry, I was just going to say, which is why the next, I believe it's three weeks. Um, it's just going to be uh, Ebony has to uh, step away until we because re- we made commitments to our, our first set of guests uh, for for Wednesday recordings. So but after that, we're going to switch our recording days to Thursday and then we're 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 ready to go again. And I, I can't wait to have you back now. We can't end the episode without addressing the elephant in the room, Ebony, and everyone wants to know. You know, we we said what we said during our live episode, but we've had now a month to digest the election results. And I just want to briefly touch on them. I'll let you go first and then and then I'll give my thoughts. And then, hey, Phil, why don't you chime in with yours? But ladies first. Well, firstly, this message probably isn't for the people watching this podcast because these people probably voted. But I am abysmally disappointed to hear that we had an even worse turnout this year than the last election. I think the last election was like 40%, like just under 40% of people voted. This time it was like 26 or 29 or something. It was worse. It was worse. I didn't think it could get worse, and I, my heart breaks. Um, of course, Tory won, because nobody gave a crap. No, nobody cared to vote. Like, here you are, you know, we, here we are doing extra, like above and beyond, to try and you know raise awareness to give people um access to the information that they need to make an informed vote and people literally couldn't even be bothered to get up off their butt they to get up off their butt even just blindfolded and throw a dart at the wall would have been better than to have stayed home and done nothing because like you said like a vote if you don't cast your vote you might as well just have voted for john tory so for every single person who stayed home and did nothing because they felt like their vote didn't count thank you we have the, the old windbag still here with us and um, that that's how I feel about it. I'm pretty pissed. Um, I'm I'm over here in Kitchener, so like I'm not directly affected. But this does not give me much encouragement for the next step up, which we all know we need to get Doug Ford. I know I know you're friendly, you like Doug Ford, but like he's murdering our healthcare system, and like I, I, we we need to do something before healthcare is privatized. And so we need to not vote conservative. I don't know if, you, if anybody's hearing me. But like we need to get together and figure out a strategic vote. But that includes people actually voting because it's great to talk about it. It's great that, you know, some of us give a shit, but this, the, the vast majority is so fucking jaded. They, they did not get out and vote. I don't understand why. You can mail your vote. You can vote from your couch and your PJs. I'm just, it's a giant shake my head for me, dog. Well, I don't know if I can top that, but I'll try. Um, <laughs> I remember we were we were coming back from Myrtle Beach, and uh, 
I, I was on my phone. It was like eight eight oh one, and the election. You know, I went to cp twenty four dot com or dot c or whatever the fuck it was, and um, I, I'm on there. And they're like election results are going to start coming in soon, and then like two minutes later, it does that breaking news bulletin, and then cp24 declares john tory re-elected and i turned my phone off i got pissed off um yeah. <laughs> and then and then like 20 minutes later after i calmed down i went back to see the ward races and it was literally a clean sweep i think one or two people three at the most that we endorsed got elected josh matlow was going to get elected regardless so he doesn't really count i don't count him um, he endorsed him. well i endorsed him yes but um jamal myers got elected so congratulations jamal um thanks uh, i didn't endorse her but ebony did lily chang got uh elected I endorsed so, her. so uh I congratulations yeah. um i didn't endorse alejandro uh, alejandra bravo but Congratulations. <laughs> and uh, also, I didn't endorse um, Amber Morley, but still, congratulations. I hope that um, all of you uh, uh, that are new counselors um, really deliver on the things that you said during the election. I think it's, it's important to um, maintain continuity and also being held accountable. Don't say something unless you're going to do it. Um, as far as the mayoral race, <laughs> uh, you know, I was endorsed by, I was endorsed by Jennifer King. I'm her name's Melissa. Uh, Melissa, I'm, ups I'm upset. I'm upset that John Tory won. I'm really upset. I'm even, but I'm, but I'm happy Blake Acton didn't win. So I mean, there's <laughs> that. Um, I really, really thought. Chloe had it in the bag. I really, really did. I, I thought that people would see through Gil's bullshit. Um, I guess I was wrong. Um, in my ward, I, I can't believe Vincent Crisani got re got reelected with his reelect signs, like he he was the incumbent, which he's not. Um, I, I like Ebony. I'm disappointed. Twenty nine percent voter turnout is ridiculous. Um, it's abysmal. We 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 get what we deserve. You didn't come out and vote. We get what we deserve. Now we have a Rogers executive that wants to play the part of part-time mayor. But I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I'll have more to say on that on the municipals, which again is is gonna be on Spotify and everywhere you find podcasts except for Apple, because fuck Apple. Uh, Wednesday. Hey, hey. Oh. What? I hate my iPhone. Worst thing I ever did. Oh, let me get this iPhone because the camera will be great and I can make all the best TikToks. Is that Apple? Apple, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah. I, I so, the password I ever owned. It is still wants to scan my eyeballs. So uh, I just I'm gonna have one, <laughs> I just want to remind people the municipals is going to be available every Wednesday starting at 6 a.m. starting November 23rd. This time in history will be available everywhere um including youtube the municipals is not going to be on youtube yet um at 6 a.m every friday uh that's the recording schedule 
Um, there may be a third podcast that is started in the not so distant future, but we'll see what happens. Um, I want to take this opportunity to let you know that Phil and I are going to be starting a live call in, uh, not a call in. That's not what it's called. It's a Zoom call that's going to be recorded and 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 distributed, um, possibly on YouTube or somewhere else, and you. We're gonna basically advertise the 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 call in the Zoom credentials. Anyone can get in, um, and we'll talk about anything. Talk about history. Talk about science. Talk about crime, politics, religion. Talk about anything that you want to talk about. Um, and we'll have some fun. And we're gonna start that soon. I'm not exactly sure when, Phil. <laughs> Go ahead. Can I do my thing about the election now? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Oh, thanks for remembering me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys are all right. You know what? We got critiqued about everything. There's no media interest in any of us. That's all manipulated. We know that, right? Yes. You know, when, Tor when Tory says an acceptance speech, where I ran a fair campaign, we almost just choked on that one there. You know, absolutely. I talk to, people don't know that, but every mayor in Canada that I talked to, they got, except for Penn Watson, I, I never met him, but I talked to, on the last day before election, I talked to Darren Atkinson. He showed me a video that he was promoting as a mayor, nothing crude about it. It's just him standing doing this in different scenes. Block TV wouldn't put it on, wouldn't air it through his campaign team. Why? That's just Be one example. It's because, Sarah, you have a, it's because you have a Rogers executive running for Sarah, mayor. That's why. Everybody, Sarah, Chloe Brown, uh, everybody, even Jill, I talked to briefly, you know, all manipulation, right? It's all for a reason. Two, two debates, I said in the university, it's insulting that he picked these five candidates thinking they're weak people that won't confront them. But Chloe Brown kicked ass and told them off, and that's how she got so many votes. I love that. You collect no, dust. I'm not, I'm, I'm, you collect I'm not dust. Saying, I have a beef with you. You collect no, dust. No, she said more than that, but it got cut off. But anyways, every people realize, and a lot of the ward candidates don't realize that until the end when Toronto start Toronto started starting endorsing incumbents. First of all, a paper's not supposed to be biased, right? They were biased. But that pissed off a lot of ward candidates. And everybody, like Nick Costman says, you know what? You're fault. You're no names. You're not getting any, you don't need media coverage, you know? But you know what? It didn't matter. Even if you try to get media coverage or go and talk, we try for, tip, for, for months. Everybody, we talked to every candidate, you know? The last week or the last two weeks was getting more media coverage to buy they were picked there. Petawasi, Yan, uh, Chloe, and Sarah, right? And then Jill, they were picked, right? But we talked among ourselves, I talked to every American, not the invisible ones, they weren't invisible, but they all said the same thing. And we all realized that, right? The, the, the amount of money spent for manipulating this whole scenario. First of all, the low turnout, like everybody said, 29%, that's nothing to be proud of, right? I saw the clip when Nunziato's, uh, I think it was her husband. Have you saw the video, Ebony? No. Nothing else. He was jumping up like a kid. I've got nothing against the guy, but he's jumping. They act like, like she just won for the first time. She's been around since the Sky Dome opened. Jeez, you know, like just the uh, the mass. Uh, they wanted the, they wanted their way. They wanted the incumbents in. I got nothing against the incumbents. I know quite a few of them. But like I said, the same old rigmarole. 
And you said what you said about the new people coming in. And I said this in tweets and before I've talked to a few. I said, you know what? As long as you got the same guy and the same chief, the same incumbents, I call them minions, incumbents, you're not going to get a big, you're not going to get everything you wanted on your platform to change and help the city. The difference between the incumbents is they can set their ways. They know how the city works. These new people coming in, a few of them, right? They got, well, a lot of candidates have a lot of nice platforms. American as well, but you know what? I've been running following elections for years. This is the first time I saw an election where all, almost candidates had one big concern about helping the city. No ulterior motives. Out of out of 84 candidates, I got to know 40 of them personally on a tweet and meeting in person. You know, and you just talk to them. So then it, and so the end when in Toronto Star Cutter started in, uh, endorsing the incumbents, a few of the uh, new ones, right? Because they have empty spaces because of the other ones left. But it's just, they're getting frustrated. Now there's, and then tweeting me, you know what? Now we know what you guys went through. You married candidates. We're getting the same thing. Biasism and all, right? So not precise. I thought it'd be like maybe 40% turnout, but 29%, you know, just ridiculous. But that's what they wanted to win. But you know what? Look what's happening right now. He's, uh, I mean, I hope he gets the money. But seriously. If you're making promises, I asked, I said on a tweet, you got to have it on paper. Did you promise anything else for the city? Right? Now they're like saying, is Ford going to back him up? Now I want to go to provincial, federal, you know, like give him the money. There's no guarantee. Well, we'll, right there. we'll definitely see what happens and uh, we'll, we'll keep the people apprised over on the municipals. Uh, before we go, I just want to also make one more announcement. We are setting up a merch store. It's going to be one single merch store for both the podcasts and if a third podcast joins in the future it's going to be one store it'll cover all the the stuff we got some great stuff coming coming your way you're going to be able to get t-shirts with uh this time in history logo with the municipal's logo um we're also going to do a t-shirt with the triumph over trauma uh logo on it and if you buy that t-shirt uh, the proceeds will go to the not-for-profit. Uh, so there's that to look forward to. I'm sure there's going to be other stuff like mugs and, and other kinds of stuff. I, I'm not sure. I'm still finalizing the details. Uh, so when I have the information, I will release it either on social media or I'll tell you on here. And, uh, you know, with that, I think, uh, I think we're good here. I